nine of Utica College's Pio Career Cast, where we focus on career topics with the goal of giving career tips and advice to students in less than 30 minutes. My name is Sue Rogoshke, and I am a career coach in the Jeremy Thurston Center for Career Readiness at Utica College. Our office is under the umbrella of the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and Student Transitions and is overseen by Dr. Anthony Baird. The time to start planning for tomorrow is today. Career now, not later. Our topic today is networking. Some people network really well and others do not. Today we will give you some tips and tricks on how to effectively network. A lot of times I hear students say they don't have anyone in their network, and this is just not true. We all have a network albeit some have larger networks than others and some are better at leveraging their network than others. For example, your family, your extended family, your friends, your friends' parents and extended family, your fellow students, coworkers, professors, staff, UC alumni, your personal acquaintances such as your roommate, the list literally goes on and on. I often tell a student who will be graduating soon, or maybe they have graduated, or maybe they are looking for an internship, that they need to tell everyone they know at what they are looking to do and let the network, your network, work its magic. One of the most overused yet accurate phrases out there is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. One of my favorite stories to share with students is about a student I mentored when I worked at SU. By chance, this student was roommates with Michael Jordan's daughter. Now the campus kept the fact Michael Jordan's daughter was on campus on the down low, but when it came time for my mentee to look for an internship, I told her to tell everyone she knows what type of internships she was looking for. Well, this very lucky young lady ended up getting an internship for the Charlotte Hornets, which Michael Jordan owned, And to top it off, when she didn't have a place to live in Charlotte, the family let her live with them. Now that's a true story. I can't make this up. With that, I'd like to introduce our guest in the hot seat, Kaylee Murray, the director of the Jeremy Thurston Center of Career Readiness. Thank you, Kaylee, for joining me today. To start, please tell us about yourself and what do you actually do at UC as the director of the Center for Career Readiness? So thank you, Sue. So as Sue mentioned, I'm the director of our newly named Center for Career Readiness. Um, So in my role at Utica College, I started about five years ago and I started in an employer relations capacity, which ties to a lot of what we'll talk about today because that's very much a networking role. Um, And then I moved on to be the assistant director of our campus employment program. Um, and then moving on from that, I'm now the director of the office. So, so what I do really is I oversee all three legs of our office, which are campus employment, career development, and our newly um, created Pioneer Pitchin. So um, really just working with all the staff to best support our students in their professional growth. All right. So before I start the questions, which is it, cat 
or dog or both. We have this conversation amongst the members of the office, the team, and it's always changing. So which is it? I am putting you in the hot seat. You are. This one is not <laughs> something I expected. So I think, so I grew up with dogs. Um, I My parents have a cat that I absolutely adore. So I think the final answer is both. It is. It is. Sorry, Dan. So I said, sorry, Dan. So a timeline for that, that'll be the next semester's podcast, but but it's both. Got it. All right. Down to business. So what is networking and why is it important? So I just want to start with the basics. So the definition of networking is literally the action of process of interacting, actually, I'm sorry, action and process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social, social contacts. So in, in my mind, networking is absolutely critical to professional growth, right? So networking is putting yourself out there and getting to know people and making connections that you can leverage down the road. So what is the best way to start networking? There are so many ways to start networking. Um, these days, there are so many different platforms, um, social media, online, and, and I'll get into all of that. But I think um, one of the easiest ways is potentially just getting on LinkedIn and doing some passive networking, really going on there and seeing what connections you already have and what connections you can make and how you can leverage them. And Speaking of LinkedIn, I know they have an amazing tutorial for college students. So if you just Google LinkedIn college student create a profile, they will literally walk you through step by step on what you need to do. And also to add, your career coach can help you and help you edit your LinkedIn profile. It is very important to have that profile up to date and current and there's just a lot of really cool little tricks you can do through LinkedIn. And when I before I came to UC, I was in a recruiter capacity for for a brief stint and LinkedIn has a professional side to it in that you can purchase a subscription and it's called LinkedIn Recruiter. And as a recruiter that recruited for professional accounting positions, high level CFO positions, things like that, LinkedIn is what we used, and the first red flag, if you will, of a candidate is somebody that doesn't have a completed LinkedIn profile. So like you mentioned, Sue, reaching out to your career coach and making sure that that LinkedIn profile is complete and professional is so important in the professional world. And I have seen it to evolve where it is 100% acceptable to put on your profile looking for work before it was kind of oh no no you don't want to look desperate but now it's people want to know and it's something we would strongly encourage you to do i was always taught that if people are on linkedin they want to be linked in oh, they're ready to network yeah that, that's a good point yep. you know because why would you be on there you know? right very okay so how can students improve their networking skills so I think the biggest thing is practice, um, because the more you practice, and this is this is with anything, but practice, 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 because you'll gain confidence in your ability to to talk about yourself and the strengths that you bring to the table, and and once you're comfortable and confident and have um, you know what we would call an elevator pitch, you you have the ability. It, it 
it doesn't change. You talking about yourself doesn't change. So once you know about you and, and what you want to bring to the table and what you want people to know, practice that over and over again and you'll be a pro at networking. And then I think the other thing too is part of networking, of course, is talking about yourself. But actively listening to the other person that you're talking to is so important because letting them talk about themselves, people love to talk about themselves, let's let's be honest, right? Um, but letting them talk about themselves shows that you're genuinely interested and would likely continue that relationship down the road. So with that, what about, you know, I, I get the fact that most people like to talk about themselves, but what if you're just like introverted and shy and it's just not your comfort zone? So th- this is a story I wanted to tell and I wasn't sure if it was going to fit into this or not, but I mentioned that I came from a recruiting role and then I came to Utica College in an employer relations capacity. And generally speaking, I am extremely introverted. I I don't get excited about going into big crowds of people, et cetera, et cetera. So me taking the role as the recruiter or the role as the employer relations coordinator or even the director of the Center for Career Readiness is, is just kind of like ironic because I have to push myself to network. I have to push myself to get out there. Um, so all of that said, networking was my job and, and continues to be my job. Um, so making myself uncomfortable every single day has really pushed me to grow professionally. And what made me uncomfortable was networking. Um, so, so going to an event and going to an event by myself and not knowing a single person there and having to work a room is really intimidating. Um, so I just, I learned, I pushed myself and I, and I had to get into there. So, so being an introvert, you can still network. It takes it takes practice and it, it takes effort, but you can definitely still do it. I, I, I'm a product of that, so. I would never have known that. Yeah. I started at the, at the college in April and I, I never would have guessed that. That I, I was an introvert? Absolutely. Hmm. I would have thought this is just your second nature. You like people, you like to you know meet people and all of that. It's practice. I agree. And I I think the other point you made was the listening. I feel, for me, I really enjoy meeting people. So I like to network. But for me, it's not for me to like go talk about myself. For me, I just like to learn about people. Like, how'd you get here? Like, what are you doing? And like, what's fun and exciting to you? So I feel my listening skills make up for the fact that I don't really like to talk. And I'm really good at asking questions because I, I'm just like a natural born recruiter. Um, so it's something that I often tell students when they're really nervous with that elevator pitch, when you have that awkward silent at the end after you introduce yourself, always have a question at the end because then there's no awkward silent because you're ending it with, can you tell me this? Can you, oh, I saw this when I you know, researched that you were coming to this event. Uh, can you tell me more about that? Uh, and it just gets rid of that awkward silent moment where the recruiter's thinking, oh, what should I ask you? Well, now they, they're forced to answer your question. You're absolutely right. And, and knowing what questions to ask really sparks conversation. And you can learn a lot. You said your favorite thing about network, networking is learning. You can learn about 
people, obviously, the person you're talking to, but you learn a lot about their network, too, the more you listen, and, and who they know and how they know them and things like that. So listening, active listening is, is super important and a huge part of networking. No, and I agree because I I also feel like I'm a sociologist by just nature. Mm-hmm. I like it's so fascinating to me when you like connect the dots on like how do people get where they are, and you hear of all these like you know first generation or first college generation, all these things, and it's just really you know to me I, I get a lot of um, joy out of learning about people mm-hmm. and how they got to where they are. And you just realize that there's so many hurdles that people overcome, and here they are, and you wouldn't know right. unless you asked. Yep. So, all right. So, what are your top three networking tips? So the first one I'll start with, and I mentioned it a little bit in my in my last question, but be confident. Know about yourself and know what you want people to know about you. And like I said before, that comes with practice. So that would be my number one thing, confidence. Um, The next thing I would say probably is prepare um, and always be on. And I say that with air quotes with my fingers because you never know who you're going to run into, right? So we were told as recruiters, we were told, you know, when you go to Wegmans, when you go to the grocery store, you're going to run into people that either you know or that are going to spark a conversation with you. So always be prepared to have a conversation. Um, and, and be on in the sense that you know how to talk about yourself and, and let people know about you. And then I think the third one, and this, this has changed over the years, but I think a big thing now is leveraging your online presence. So we talked about LinkedIn, right? Use LinkedIn to your, to your benefit. Leverage that. Um, like I said, people that are on LinkedIn want to be LinkedIn. They love to be contacted and have an opportunity to share about themselves. So leverage that social network. No, I think those are great tips. It's something, you know, the confidence piece. There's so much confidence in knowing who's going to be at the event. I mean, any event you attend on campus and you sign up through Handshake, we have employers that register to go, or we know, so please ask us. And just knowing, having those prepared questions makes you more confident. So those definitely go hand in hand. I couldn't agree more. And you talk about the networking nights on campus. I think that those are, and, and the reason that our office holds them is they're, they're a safe setting, still a professional setting, but a safe setting to practice networking. The employers that we bring to campus know that they're there to talk about themselves and their companies, of course, but to help students grow professionally and push students out of their comfort zone to, to get them to network. So those are great opportunities to practice this skill. No, and that is, I mean, they are set up for practice. We recently had the CM Expo, and there were so many first-year students there. The employers loved it. I tell every first year, if you go, you're going to get a gold star next to your name. They may not be able to have, you know, that perfect internship for you right now, but they're going to remember you, that you were brave enough, you know, strong enough, whatever word you want to use, that you showed up. Absolutely. Um, and And it is to practice. What a better way to, you know, get the jitters out by being a first year and walking in the door. Absolutely. And then you'll nail it in your fourth year. Absolutely. Okay. So what are some examples of what you should not do when it comes to networking? 
Absolutely. So we talked a lot about knowing how to talk about yourself, right? But I think it's important to know when to stop talking about yourself. So not making it all about you. So sharing the conversation with the other person and letting them have the opportunity to talk about themselves as well. Um, I think another important thing that we have to remember is networking, of course, is a conversation, but offer something offer something to the other person that you're talking to and don't expect something in return. So I think it's it's really important. Share articles, share professional information, but don't always expect that you're going to get something from the other person. Always, always give first. Is that fair? Yep. Yep. No, it's something to, um, I think students struggle with what they're, what they should ask while they're in this networking setting. To me, most of the time people are networking because they're looking for a job mm-hmm. and or they want to build their network for future jobs. So you can't go in like, I want a job. It's kind of like that underlying, like we know why we're all together today, but it's something where you want to make that really positive impression so that they remember you and not in a negative way. Yeah, and to what you just said, Sue, don't lead with that. Don't say, hi, it's nice to meet you. I I would like a job. Can you give me a job, right? Um, A couple of other things I wanted to mention, too, is don't be afraid to talk. So I talk about, you know, don't talk about yourself too much, but don't be afraid to talk. So when you're at a networking event, and I'm like the prime example of this, I used to go to a networking event with all of these professionals, and I would stand in the corner like, oh, my gosh, how do I even start talking to someone? Um, Don't be afraid. Just put yourself out there. Everybody is there to network, and not everybody is comfortable doing it. There's no way that you have a room of professionals and every single person is confident and comfortable networking. So don't be afraid to talk. And then I think my last piece of advice would be don't forget to follow up with that person. So you, you made a connection, right? Maybe you find them on LinkedIn and you connect with them. There's your network, right? You're building your network as you're meeting people. So follow up, offer, you know, your gratitude for meeting with them, your appreciation. um, And then maybe you can connect again in the future. Um, So just, you know, don't underestimate the power of networking and being bold and putting yourself out there. You mentioned a follow up. Let's chat about that a little bit. How important is that follow up? So I think it's really important, especially if, you know, if if you meet somebody and you're like, oh, it's so cool. Like you mentioned, Sue, oh, I love your story. It's great to hear about where you came from. But there's really nothing, you know, it's it's great that I met you, but there's nothing long term that you see there. But if you're meeting someone, for example, our students at a networking night, if, if they met Tori at a networking night last night for our health sciences students, right? If those students want an internship or a job at those companies that came, it's almost imperative that they reach back out to that person. They say, it was so nice to meet you. You throw a little nugget in there about what you learned. I learned X, Y, and Z from you, and I'd love to connect again in the future. You almost have to do that. So, um, you know, you could be more passive and you could find that person on LinkedIn and it just shows them that you appreciated your conversation and you're connecting with them. But an email or a call or even a message on LinkedIn is critical if you're trying to go to that next step with that person. Recently, when we had the meet the accountants night or accounting majors night, there 
was an employer there that followed up with me a couple days later and said, you know, basically out of whatever number of students he met, only two reached out. So it was, I get where he was coming from. Does that mean they're not interested or does that mean they didn't know they they should follow up? They don't know what to do. Exactly. So I did. And actually two of the students that didn't follow up, they ended up getting interviews. And I know one for sure got an offer. But it was something why we're here to help you. It's something to make it clearer to that student that if you're going to connect with someone and get their business card and put your hand out, you need to follow up. Even if you're not 100% interested, you just never know. Your interests change, their business evolves. I mean, you never know what the future will hold. I ran into one of our accounting faculty last night and she said to me she was completely shocked by the number of students that got jobs or internships from that accounting networking night. That's all networking. Exactly. Exactly. Putting a name with a face. It's so important. Okay. What are some of the ways you can build your network? So I think the step number one for me is start somewhere. So put yourself out there, whether you start on LinkedIn or you jump right into a formal networking night. um, The only way that you're going to start really or get better at it is if you try and you practice. Um, One of the things that I learned is that it's important to make sure that you're consistently making yourself uncomfortable because that's when you grow. So put yourself in situations. um, Go up to people that you don't know. You don't have to be at a formal networking night to go up to someone and introduce yourself to them. Um, You know, I I meet students and faculty every single day that I, you know, I work on this campus, but I don't know everyone. Um, So I'm continually meeting people and and learning. It's like I said in the beginning, that's my job. Um, So, so keep introducing yourself. And then I mentioned this a little bit, but I want to hit on it again. Give before you receive. So establish a rapport with somebody. Get to get to know them by having a connection and offer your skills and abilities to help them solve a problem of their own. Don't expect anything in return and it'll likely come down down the pipe, right? And then my last thing I would say is leverage your network's network. So as you're building your own network, those people also have a network. Um, so it's, it's important to talk to people and, and get to know who they know, and you never know what will come out of that. And Sue, you said this in the beginning, but it's all about who you know. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned that you don't need to be in a formal networking setting to practice these skills. It's really conversations. You can be at the grocery store. Exactly. You know, and offering a hand, just those simple little things. And I, too, I don't know everyone on campus. And every person I pass, I say hello to. I mean, sometimes... Just smile and say hello. Yep. Sometimes it turns into a conversation. Sometimes it's just passing each other in the hallway. But it's all something you're making yourself available to start those conversations. Approachable. Yes, approachable. Yep. Okay. Anything you would like to share about networking that I haven't asked you about? I think think we hit on a lot of it. I think the one thing that I would like to leave this with is that don't ever underestimate the power of networking. I I got my job at Utica College because of somebody that I knew from way back in the past. Um, So it's, it's, don't ever underestimate the power of putting yourself out there. 
That's a really good point. I know there's a statistic out there that like 70% of the jobs out there are never posted or put on Handshake or on Monster.com. It's literally by your network. And I look back at my trajectory of my career, and there were so many times that I sometimes I didn't even have to interview. They just, hey, (laughs) we have this job. And it was more just, you know, the reputation you have and the work you did just had legs of its own. And through the network or the referral process, it's something where I spent about 20 years in corporate and, oh, my God, the power of that network. Think about a hiring manager, right? You and I have both been hiring managers. When we're looking to hire someone, who do I know? Or who does my sister know? Who do my friends know? That's the first step in before you even open a job, before you even post a job on the website. Who do I know? Who can I encourage to apply? Yeah, I even notice here that our human resources department will put it on LinkedIn and they know we're connected. I always share every job because in my way I'm saying, hey, it's a great place to work. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many shares they actually get, but it's, it's powerful. And it's the network. Yep. Just keep it going. Okay, so now I want to thank Kaylee for taking the time today to answer my questions. I really appreciate this. Um, I always like to throw out my top takeaway. And I think for me today, it's when you mentioned you're you're always network you know always network try to network so it doesn't have to be in that formal setting where you have to get all jacked up and nervous and dressed you know more professionally or whatever you know kind of just make it a conscious thing like i'm going to talk to so many people today or i'm going to meet one new person today and just think about that you know just the law of numbers that it it'll start to grow quickly. Um, Maybe you don't need to be that structured, but maybe making yourself just that much more approachable person so that you can start to build a network. How about you, Kaylee? Any top takeaways for you? Yeah, I mean, everything that you just said, I completely agree with. And I, I refer to it as making myself uncomfortable because I'm an introvert and it's it doesn't come naturally to me to go out there and just start networking. Um, that's why we have people in the office that are extroverts because they balance me out, right? But I think it's it's really important to just put yourself out there, push yourself because the, the more you do it, the better you'll get. So I just have another follow-up based on what you just said. Do you think you're becoming an extrovert because of this pushing outside of your comfort zone, out of your introvertness or what? Because I, I would never have guessed that. So funny. So when I first got into higher ed was the first time that I really explored like extrovert versus introvert. It wasn't even on my radar. Um, so when I took that MBTI, I hard extrovert or introvert, I'm sorry, hard introvert. Um, so I think I, the first question I asked was, can this change? Does this change or are you always, are you always what you test out to be? And I think I'm moving the needle a little bit. I think I think I'm charged by alone time and I'm charged by that time where I can really just like be in silence and think, right? But I think I'm I'm much better at the whole getting out there mingling with people. I, it doesn't make me as nervous as it used to. I I don't get as drained after an event as I used to. So I might be moving the needle a little bit, but I'm still an introvert. 
Okay. It's just <laughs> fascinating to me because yeah. it's something. And I also think, you know, you've learned how to recharge the batteries and all that. Um, so anyways, well, thank you everyone for listening. We won't have a show next week due to Thanksgiving. However, the week after, we will discuss the importance of writing thank you notes and other tips on professional communication. So everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And at this time, I